Welcome to the Job Factory podcast, presented by Kootenai Career Development Society. My name is Blue, career coach and your host of the Job Factory, the career development and job search podcast. In this solocast episode, I will be offering advice to help you improve your job search. For more information on our services, check out kcds.ca. Hello and welcome to another solo cast episode. This week I'm going to talk to you about how to choose the right resume format. Choosing the right resume format is the first step to creating an effective resume. One option is to find a ready-made template on Microsoft Word or any other word processing program such as Google Docs. Word processing programs let you create and format documents and what better way to skip the extra work than by using a ready-made template. However, the downside with this is that the template might not be formatted in the most impactful way. So while a pre-made template can be a great option, I would still consider making some additional tweaks to create the best resume for your needs. More of that in a moment. First, what kind of formats are people using? So typically there are three formats, chronological, functional and combination. If you're searching online for information about modern resume formats, you may see a fourth one listed, which is targeted. However, I believe that all resumes, no matter which of the three formats that you use, should be targeted to the job you're applying for. So let's look at the three main formats one by one and then consider which format would be best for you. So first, the chronological. This is the traditional old school resume that focuses on your work history. So employers like this type of resume because it is familiar and it is easy to skim read and clearly shows your related work experience. So it highlights the fact that you can do the job that you are saying you can do. Chronological is great for people that are in trades or when there is extensive related work history. So how do we lay that out? At the top of the page, you will have your header. So your header or your headline, as I like to call it, is your name. Then you have contact information. Potentially, you may add a LinkedIn account um, or maybe another social media profile that is going to help promote you. Also, consider a professional title just below your name, such as registered nurse, customer service professional. You could put retail specialist. Claim a title that matches the job you're applying for. Then a typical chronological resume would have your work history listed in reverse chronological order. That means the most recent job is listed first, then the one before that, and so on. A good rule of thumb is to go back maybe 5 to 15 years, depending on the work experience that you have. The other sections you will then list will be education, qualifications, accomplishments potentially, um, and then references. How you lay that out and where the education goes, where the qualifications goes, that will really depend on the job. Uh, For example, if education, let's say you have a PhD as a biologist and you're going for a job as an environmental consultant, then you would want education to be at the top of the resume. If it's not so, so applicable, potentially, you may put that lower down, maybe even near the bottom. Qualifications. Now, if you're in the trades, then I would strongly suggest that you put the qualifications. So if you need qualifications, uh, specific qualifications to be hired for the job, then I would put the qualification section near the top underneath your name before the work history or any other section. 
But here lies the problem with the chronological approach for some job seekers. If you're transitioning careers and your work history is unrelated to the job you're applying for, a potential employer may not be able to connect the dots without further research into your background. Now, you typically have six seconds to grab their attention. Therefore, this is not the most effective resume for anyone that does not have direct relatable work history. Another concern for job seekers is that they have gaps in their work history sometimes, or they've been out of the industry for several years, perhaps raising a family. So highlighting the work history at the top of the page might leave some confusion for the potential employer. So for some job seekers, a functional format, so this is the second format, the functional format, might be a good option if you're transitioning careers or you're a young job seeker with limited work history or you have gaps in your work history. The big difference with this format is that at the top, the first section is going to, going to be the highlighted skills section. It is important that you have a strong set of skill statements in this section for this approach to be effective. An effective skills section is not a list of generic skills. The skills section is a series of strong skill statements that relate directly to the job you're applying for. And you want to provide context as well. So for example, if you're a firefighter and the job requires you to have leadership skills, then you don't simply write leadership skills. You want to provide more context, such as strong leadership skills developed supervising a team of 20 forest firefighters for five seasons in remote and challenging situations. Now, you might not be able to relate to the job of a firefighter, but that's just as an example of the kind of approach that you want to take. Always provide context, and even better if you can quantify with numbers. So if you have supervised, don't just say you've supervised, how many people did you supervise? For how long did you supervise? And what kind of environment were you in? So to do this, first of all, you need a job post with a clear set of responsibilities and duties so that you can identify the key skills that you repeat in your resume. Then the functional resume will focus on the detailed skills section with a limited work history section. So if you take this approach with the functional format, the work history section will be limit, limited to just the job title, company, location, and the duration that you did the job. No details are added for each job. This makes it clean and concise and focuses all the attention on the skills you have, not the jobs that you have done. So if they're not relevant to the job that you're going for, then this would be a good approach. A functional resume really does not work um, unless you have those strong skill statements. So if you're not very good with the narrative, coming up with the right language and uh, you know so on and so forth, then you really want to think about getting an employment counselor, booking an appointment with an employment counselor, or maybe joining a career workshop, or perhaps both. My personal choice of resume format, though, is the third type, which is the combination, or sometimes called the hybrid approach using a modern online template. I've had a success rate of nine interviews for nine resumes using this format for a wide variety of jobs. This format includes a skills section and a detailed work history. So it's really a combination of the chronological and the functional. Again though, we only go back five to 15 years with the detailed work history.
So the combination is often the preference of recruiters and hiring managers because there is no guesswork and all your skills are highlighted with detail about each of your jobs and how you performed them. This combination resume format is great for professionals, managers, also for anyone transitioning careers and when wanting to create more context and a story. And it is actually the template format that you often see, the ready-made templates that you find on Microsoft Word and Google Docs. It's the combination style because they often do include a skills section. As a job seeker, you are a unique individual and your needs will dictate the approach. So for example, the resume needs of a construction laborer are very different to a graphic designer and they're both playing to a very different audience. So in summary, a chronological format is great for some people in trades or when there is extensive and related work history. A functional format is good for transitioning careers or for young job seekers with limited experience and and or when there are gaps in your work history. So ultimately, you need to have a strong set of skill statements for this format to be effective. The combination, the third style of format, is great for professionals, managers, anyone transitioning careers. Um, I mean, really, anybody really can use the combination approach. Um, It's a great way to target a job and is also very effective when uploading your resume that will be screened by an applicant tracking system. Now, there's more information about the applicant tracking system uh, in episode two of this podcast. Now, when it comes to the resume templates available with word processing programs such as Microsoft and Google Docs or an online resume builder, consider changing the headings and putting the most impactful information at the top, whether it be the skills section or the work experience section, make sure that it's going to have the most impact for the job you're applying for. The key information should be highlighted in the top third of the page with clear headings and concise information in bite-sized chunks. And make sure you target the resume for the job you're applying for. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Job Factory podcast. Subscribe now and make sure you don't miss our next episode. For more information about our employment services, please go to our website at kcds.ca.